Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Talking to Strangers. Um, I believe this is uh, episode five. Um, last time I got it wrong when I saved it. I think I saved it as episode three when we had already done three of these. So um, I'm just going to assume this is five. Um, we don't do these very regularly, but we're going to try to do it more often um, as we go along here. Uh, so we have just, you just listened to the last session that we did live. Um, so I thought that I would gather um, as much of the uh, Wild Stallions together as I could um, to discuss everything that has occurred up until their entrance into Stillbend. So um, joining me is uh, Jenny, who plays uh, Zakara. Hi, Jen. Hi. Uh, Dan, um, who plays O'Craig. Hello, friends. Still, unfortunately. Still. <laughs> yeah. oh, what do you mean, unfortunately? <laughs> and uh, Pizza Taco is played by Anthony. Um, who has not died yet, so. Um, I went unconscious, but didn't die. <laughs> not dead. It was close. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, before we get started, we'll, we'll take care of a little um, podcast business, as they call it. Um, we have um, our next episodes after this one. Um, we'll probably end up um, either being the uh, next session of the show or maybe a, a special surprise for you guys out there. Um, so keep an eye on the Twitter feeds, um, for what will be coming up for future episodes, uh, next week. Um, then we have our last session before Extra Life, uh, 2019, uh, that comes up and then we'll have our, our annual Halloween one shot coming up in October. So look forward to all that. Um, like I said, tentatively scheduled November 16th for Extra Life. Um, you'll be able to watch that live on Twitch and see all the behind the scenes stuff of how... You know, uh, the things that I uh, am not able to edit out because it is live um, on those days. Not that I do a whole lot of editing here, but um, just uh, be on the lookout for that. It should be um, pretty fun. Um, and then we also do, an, uh, you know, the other 18 hours or so um, out of the day, we'll be playing video games, raising money for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Um, the donation page is live. You can go to tinyurl.com slash extra life four. Um, have not come up with a title yet for it. That'll probably be something that'll happen sometime in September, roughly. Yeah, probably, I'll probably have it by October, because I'll have to find a good thing for Anthony to Photoshop for me, um, like we did Gritty last year into the Halloween 3 uh, movie poster. Um, and so, without further ado, guys, um, I have one uh, quick question before we get started. Uh, Dan? How did it feel to die? <laughs> uh, it was. I felt very peaceful. There was a white light at the end of the tunnel, and all of my friends were there. It was. It was so nice. Oh my God. Yeah. So for those of you that may not have been able to remember a couple episodes ago, um, Dan uh, is O'Craig. Um, finally succumbed to the taunting he has been doing of the DM for the last six months. Well, so, hold on. Did you do that on purpose then? No. Okay. Yeah, but you did tempt the gods for six months and then ended up getting you in a situation that you couldn't get out of uh, without some luck. Just um, just feels like I was, uh, it, yeah. it, I was being discriminated against, that's all. Well, you were the weakest target of the two in that group, so uh, that's uh, why they kept attacking you. Okay, uh, if you say so. Yeah. I don't believe I was it, the first one to go unconscious in that fight, so... Yeah, by whose hand? 
Mm, sort of my own, but also uh, Zakara's. <laughs> but I also saved you from dying, dying. <laughs> Zakara giveth and Zakara <laughs> taketh away. Yeah, don't you forget it. That was probably my favorite moment of that whole section. Was really? I, she was going, I grab him by the, with the eagle talons. I'm like, you know that's going to hurt him, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I never understood that. Why would it hurt? You mean the attack opportunity? Yeah. 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 Oh, that makes Cause, sense. Yeah, because yeah, she was moving them out of the area. And they get a swing on them. The only things that really can avoid attacks of opportunity are if you're a rogue and can disengage or dimension door. Oh, gotcha. You know, anything or teleport or anything that can magically just make you disappear without moving. But pulling him out, they'll be able to swing at that. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Yeah. But but it's actually a smart move because it got him out of there before they could surround him. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what happened with old Craig. He was surrounded, took a potion, and then got killed anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. Correct. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. The, the other thing I wanted to discuss with all of you in that moment is we had our first time where we did the uh, resurrection um, ritual uh, that um, I kind of took mostly from, from the critical role um, way of doing it. Cause just watching that game, um, that seems like the best way to do it. It gives you guys a chance to, to do a little, you know, improv, little character building um, to try to a, make you guys get a little closer. You had a million uh, examples to use from them as well. Yeah, yeah, they've they've had a few death situations. Um, the only problem with you guys compared to them is normally they can have multiple people, you know, uh, talk to whoever's dead, and it's a little bit of a, you know, um, closer connection. Right, um, it's more impactful. Them. Yeah, yeah. For you guys, it's just when one of you die, it's going to be three of you. <laughs> and so then, it's going then to be it's the all whole... just yeah. shitting on me. <laughs> Even when, even if someone else died, it would just be them shitting on me. <laughs> That'd be the new pattern. We gotta bring, we gotta bring Zakara back. All right, let's make fun of O'Craig. <laughs> she wouldn't come back for that. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I just barely rolled under the. Um, I forget what exactly I rolled, but it was just enough to to save you. Uh, which would have been funny if I would have turned around and was like, Dan, nope, I rolled a one. Well, listen, that that's that's gonna happen, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think you had the balls to do it, Mark. Yeah. You you don't have the balls to kill off O'Craig completely. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> oh my god. The best part about the final battle is I don't even have to try. If you guys get a little too overconfident, um, you you will get wiped out. Um, We're gonna get got. Yeah. 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 That that's why I love the episode title Hubris for that episode because you know. Um, there, there are consequences um, to certain things uh, in this game. Um, honestly, you guys have avoided a couple situations where it could have been similar for other characters. Um, just by sheer luck of the roll <laughs> I'm in there. And things I wanted to do that could have could have devastated. Um, oh, I'm curious. Would, would you be able to share one of those with us? Yeah. The um, if, if I can remember correctly, there was... There was one back in the beginning where I had, um, well, no, I think, I think Dan or Jenny would have died in the river Dan. When, they, when they missed the jump. Damn. Uh, well, that was the first game. Yeah. Wasn't it? That was like the yeah. first or second game. 
yeah, I think yeah, I think because of how squishy you guys were at level one or two or whatever. Yeah. You know, the fall plus the damage going down the river would have would have made you dead. And nobody had a resurrection spell at that point. That would have um, been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was number one. I would have quit after that. Like, oh I'm dead, or I don't want to play this. Yeah, and if the uh and in the cave with the incubus and succubus if if they would have been able to take control of the of two of you, oh yeah, you know the the only one that would have um, been able to do anything was was Tom, for the most part, because um, you know with with his uh, with his healing, he would have been the only one to keep everybody up, <laughs> and also the highest damage dealer of the of the group left, because you oh Craig and Tiresias can't be charmed. Right. So I don't think can Zakara be charmed. I have advantage. She has oh, advantage. Oh, that's, okay. that's what helped her. Got yeah. It. We in that in that one episode, we had some some clutch roles. Yeah. Yeah. I think was it when uh, Tom? They were one of them was trying to banish Tom. Oh, yeah. Right, and I was able to counterspell it. Yeah. yeah. I rolled if... exactly what we needed. Yeah. I and think we it was like a sixteen screaming. or something. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yeah, That's what's like to be alive. Yeah, and I almost, I almost feeble-minded a couple times, and you counterspelled that. Yeah. yeah That's it's... right. That's when we freaked out, when you That's counterspelled right. feeblemind. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's a couple of rookie DM mistakes. Going, oh, shit, that's right. I need to cast a spell so that cause he only gets one reaction per turn. Yep. You know? <laughs> and I, I did um, what I had to do. Yeah, so... Yeah. So yeah, it was it, it it's been fun at at least from my end, and I think I see it on your end. You know, as the difficulties ramped ramped up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, to the to the thing like if you do make a mistake or get caught, um, you know, there could be consequences, and you'll have to figure a way out, um, yeah. more than just overpowering the person in front of you. Um, and uh, so, uh, well, circling back. Because we tangented off, um, my original question was, what did you guys think of um, the way uh, we're going to handle death in this podcast? And resurrection sort of thing. I liked it. I thought it wasn't a super cheap way to bring someone back. We kind of had to work for it. And there's still the chance that you're not going to come back. So I, I liked how we did it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, again... Since I was the one that died, I was kind of hoping to have a little bit more of a serious moment, but that's not our group, and yeah. no one, no one could take anything seriously in our group. So, and I think that all starts with Anthony, because I think you went first, right? No, I did. Oh, you went first. I went last. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then Tom, Tom went second, and I was just hoping he'd just yell at you, but I think he tried to actually. You know, um, give a speech because um, mm. I wanted to do it be like persuasion, intimidation, and then the wild card be the you know pizza yeah. tacos at the end. Right. Yeah, I, I I thought it was fine the way that it's handled. It I guess because that's again going back to critical role. I think that's all I really know anyway. Yeah, I don't know. An Oscar with their performance. I'm not even just saying that. I'm just saying I don't know how else to bring people back from the dead other than how they do it. So I don't know what other options there are. Well, the the other options is just boring. Like, literally, that spell would work. 
you know, Ant would do it and it would work. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's yeah. thanks. Then. That's what you I'm know. saying. It's it's not the cheap way to go about it. The mm-hmm. way we did it was different. I liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that makes it difficult is you need to make sure you have the components, which after this one, you know, uh, Pizza Tacos has to make sure that he has that component um, on him um, for these situations. Well, what did Ant think? Uh, I'm interested to see what he thinks. Um, it was fun. Um, I was glad I remembered the uh, seeing it in my spell slots or my uh, spell list. So um, I was glad we were able to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we had any other options besides me. So I'm curious of what would have happened if I didn't die. If I died. I have a resurrection spell, but it um, is like a reincarnation. So you have to turn into a different race of creature and will you roll for it i guess yeah you roll for it it's like a table yeah that would have been funny i would have sucked <laughs> you turn into like a gnome or something yeah i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah the yeah the and as i said earlier the main reason i like the way we do it instead of just having the spell is because um as we get a little more experienced in this you know you might be able to make those scenes either more serious and emotional or more comedic you know, depending on how you guys want to lean it. Um, but you'll get more comfortable in your characters, um, which I, I've seen growth in that. Um, I don't know if it's being on video or just being around the table, you know, a lot more. But, you know, there's it, it, there's been a lot more um, moments of, of you guys staying in character, even through even through certain arguments. And I don't know, uh, since last time we've talked, I think it was sometime early in the summer, um, have you guys felt that, uh, you know, getting more comfortable with just thinking as your character, not what you think the character would do, if you know what I'm saying there? Sure. Yeah, I feel like I've been pretty comfortable with my character for quite a while now. How long have we been playing? Almost two years? Yeah, it'll be first recording will be two years in December. Okay, so, yeah, I'd say over a year I've been pretty comfortable and I don't know, I'm just I'm so natural at it. Oh my god! I think that's what I'm getting. Because you're both assholes. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I can I can let my inner douchebag out. Wow. I I guess I found it easier. I think <laughs> Dan's dying. Um, I feel like it's definitely easier because we're all with each other instead of over video chat. How it started, um, but also just role playing more with the characters has gotten me more comfortable. Like you said, I don't have to think about would Zakar do this? I kind of just do it. And I'm pretty sure I stay true to character as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. The one moment that, that I liked listening back while I was editing is the is the end of the last episode um, where you run into the uh, friend of Latari and your your immediate reaction is to just blurt that out. Yeah. Like, uh, like, I don't know if it's going to work, but hey. Yeah, you know. and I think she probably would have learned from back when she got kidnapped by her cousin. Back before you got uh, everyone, you know, met her family and everything. And she didn't blurt anything out when it happened. Yeah. So I feel like she would have been like, no, not again. Yeah, just let's do it. <laughs> um, but, and the, the other thing I'm interested from more of a us perspective as players um have you noticed you doing anything differently while doing the scenes with each other now now that we've been on video for a while is it have you 
become more physical in your sort of delivery of stuff than you were when we were just audio? Hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I'd have to go back in the tape and look. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like we were always kind of animated, um, but maybe maybe there's more attention, uh, more just being more uh, conscious of where we're looking, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that that's that's the one thing I noticed from with me through the video is uh, me, you know, looking at the camera, but also like sort of going back and forth. You know, just so um, it doesn't look like I'm staring into the soul of everyone watching. <laughs> staring dead into the camera when I'm not saying anything. Although you're not supposed to look into the camera, no. right? Isn't that... Yeah, you're supposed to look above point. and below. Yeah. Um, Aunt, Aunt knows... I don't know if you were in, involved in that first thing we, I ever shot in college for your film classes. Where <laughs> I, I stared into the camera a few times. And Brandon, at, by the end, our friend Brandon just tossed me a pack of Mentos and said... We might as well just do that commercial here. <laughs> Jeez. This is really ripped India, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was pretty funny. So we had an outtake of me turn around and winking at the camera and popping a Mentos in, <laughs> into my mouth. Um, but, yeah, it, it's something, you know, I, I've gotten more comfortable with um, in terms of, you know, dealing with knowing we have an audience and, you know, also keeping all, all of you guys involved and sort of making sure nobody really gets... Um, bored or left out you know i try yeah. to have little pieces of everything you know uh pop for something or have some situation where you guys are sitting on watch to where you can interact um and sort of if you have any like discussions you want to have with each other or um sort of just uh, want to do the thing that they do in video games where you talk about the events that just happened yeah, you know, try try to give you situations like that to have the audience learn the characters better, and just uh, maybe make the world feel a little more alive. Um, uh, which brings me to a thing, a special project that that we're working on that'll probably be with the extra life video, because um, I'm gonna get some time to work on this. But um, yeah, the doing like the character intros uh, for uh, the videos uh, going forward, and especially. Uh, at during extra life because we'll probably have a newer audience hopefully than than we do uh, for the regular episodes but um do you guys have any of you thought about that is that something you're excited about to sort of you know maybe dive a little bit deeper into the uh psyche of your character for like a, a two minute you know uh for lack of a better term i can think of it at this time of night like a a promo sort of thing yeah i love it I'm very excited to do that. I, I enjoy being. I know I'm, we're not doing this on camera, correct? It's just voiceover. <laughs> it's just voice, yeah. <laughs> right, but I, I like the idea of uh, the the more time we spend in these characters, the better. I think uh, it's a lot of fun, and we can kind of flesh out, like you said, to the the newer audience if there is one or people that happen to stumble across. It's just it's just a little exciting tidbit that we can kind of give to each other too mm -hmm. where you know i mean obviously i'll see uh zakara's because i'm i'm with her but seeing i'm actually excited to see tom's tiresias because he's such an introvert that i want to see how he'll handle the promo yeah mm -hmm. he'll, pro he'll probably ask one of us to write the promo for him 
Like, hey, could you just make up stuff for my character? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it'll be fun. Yeah, I, I already said to him, um, just to piggyback off that, that I'm like, I'll give you bullet points of what, you know, has happened in your, your story. You know, sort of, you know, here are the major things you figure. I told him, I'm going to have you figure out how to tell the story. But you were in this. You Well, you guys all know the story because he's recorded it. But, you know, you were in the Cold of the Dragon. Then this happened. And then, you know, then you left. And then you met Sakara. You know, like, here's the timeline of events of things that have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, it, tell these things as Tiresias would tell somebody they were sitting next to at a bar. <laughs> you know, sort of. Or, you know, if he was writing a, a book or something. You know, that's why I'm excited about to see how he, you know, does that. Because, you, know, you know, I want everybody to at least... Get into that, able to have that expression. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe it'll, you know, make him think of some things going forward. Or, and when he gets to his next character, you know, that's what I'm hoping it helps for all of you. Is, is that sort of having this is maybe get you in the mindset for when you write future characters of how, you know, um, you know, how you would want it to go. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, anyone else? I didn't mean to cut. Uh, yeah, no, I really haven't given much thought yet. Um, I'm interested how far I get into pizza tacos. Uh, I feel like, I feel like we've got a lot of pizza tacos. I feel like he wears his, his, uh, heart on his sleeve. So, um, so I don't know how much further we can get into him, but, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Essentially just to let you guys know here. Um, don't reveal anything that you think is too, like, personal to the character that, you know, you don't want to, this isn't like, you know, things like that. Like, um, if we hadn't already heard Pizza Tacos, his real name, you know, that wouldn't be something I would want in this. Mm-hmm. Because that's a, that's a, that's a, a thing I would like to drop naturally in the game, whereas it came up in the game. What, um, what's his real name? Mike? Oh, okay, Theron, close. <laughs> Mike. Mike. Yep, it's Mike. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a great fantasy character name. <laughs> Hi, guys, I'm Mike. <laughs> well, my, my, usually Mikes are jerks. So yeah. that's, right, that, that would fit perfectly. But, Pizza Tacos isn't a jerk. He's a misunderstood soul. <laughs> it's a tortured soul. Well, I mean, I'm a jerk, so it takes one to know one. So <laughs> I, I know a jerk when I see one. <laughs> but keep keep going keep going if you say so <laughs> yeah so so essentially telling you guys <laughs> there is like don't reveal anything that you know you either don't obviously you probably won't be able to listen back to all 80 episodes to make sure that things haven't been revealed but don't do any of the deep reveals if they haven't come up yet the deep cuts um, yeah yeah you want to I just have an introduction so that the players, or not the players, so that the the, uh, the audience uh, knows some inside jokes that might pop up. You know, the uh, you know, I'm going to try and see if if Tom can make a joke about continental breakfast because I know that's going <laughs> to keep coming up. <laughs> um, in, in his little thing, um, but you know, things like that, just so so the audience doesn't feel left out when they're. They're watching. It's the whole reason Critical Role did theirs because they had played for like two and a half years before the podcast right. began. Yeah. So they wanted to catch you up on just the little bits 
that's why I said if you want to listen to that um, on the first episode that's that's on YouTube um, that they ever did, just listen to that seven minute segment of all their um, things and just see uh, because I think the three of you have watched enough of season one to know what they revealed there. Yeah, um, and the things. So that'd be a good thing, not to copy exactly that, but kind of know the information, the tidbits they were giving out um, for future. I'm most excited um, to hear to hear Jenny's after seeing the backstory she sent me <laughs> for the beginning of the campaign, um, just to see how she um, makes this uh, work. Have you? I'm assuming you've already started writing it out, Jen. Um, I haven't actually started working on it on paper, but I've been thinking about how I want to do it. And I will be referencing the short novel that I wrote you of my backstory. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun to kind of get fully into character for it. I think it'll make the podcast a little bit more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then also you'll notice there'll uh, hopefully be some new artwork with it, you know, mm-hmm. having only, you know, um, well, I guess Ant could get involved if he wants to do some drawings, but, you know, one person that has done the majority um, of the character portraits um, that we've used on the video and stuff like that. And on the, um, well, Ant's probably done this stuff all on the website, but, you know, the, the realistic looking drawings. Um, I don't want to pressure Jen into saying, you got to have all this art. <laughs> I, need, I need pictures of the stallions. Don't Coming worry. Right up. Don't worry, Mark. I'll keep her in line. <laughs> yeah so um as we approach um this uh, this is the part of the uh show where um i just kind of pick your brain see where you guys are at as we um approach uh probably your first like end of story arc um thing here it's not that it'll be done in the next session or maybe even the next two sessions I would hope we have enough time at Extra Life that we may be able to finish it or at least get to the the final sh- confrontation as like a teaser for people to listen afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but how are you guys um, feeling going into this? You're finally at the at the end, you know, the sort of the the, the city where um, the confrontation will happen. It feels very final. <laughs> it does. Um, it's it's something that we've I think we've put off for the last three or four sessions. <laughs> it was kind of always looming of something that we were eventually going to wind up having to do. Um, I I think future and maybe maybe this decision is going to be made for me. Um, but I'm wrestling with what to do with pizza tacos at this point. I mean, I think there. I mean, I think there's there could be obviously great finality after this <laughs> um he might not get to ride off into the sunset and then at that point you know my decision is made for that but i think there are other you know if that doesn't happen um there are other decisions to be made because i feel like very much so that there is an arc in his story that could be concluding with this uh setting let's say interesting i'm i'm not again i I don't know how to feel about it uh i actually don't feel like it's the end but i feel like if we make it through and again i think we will because we're heroes and heroes never die 
Um, I don't know. I feel like all of us want to continue with the characters. Yeah, I'm not saying I want to retire him. I'm right. just saying that there might be... It the might make more sense. Point. It might make more sense uh, narratively. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a natural kind of end for a character or so. But yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like if one goes, everyone else has to go. Like I'm not gonna play O'Craig without getting to riff off of pizza tacos and you know insult Zakara and just make uh, Tiresias feel uncomfortable. Un- uncomfortable. Yeah. So it's, to me, it's. It's all almost like all for one. They're family, right? Almost. <laughs> Dysfunctional family. And I am. I do have another character or two waiting in the wings, but I don't know. I I want to see how far I can take one character and see what they're capable of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The yeah the the only one now uh, before Jenny goes that really has a set finality at the end of this. Is the uh, is Latari um, because you know this is you know her whole point of coming into the story was sort of to get you guys you know um, well have a fifth character um, for fun but um, to sort of get you guys back over here because she was the one that found out all the terrible things right. that were going on so she can naturally just leave um, there's not much left to her actual story in this world. Um, once this is completed, unless if you know she wants to keep going, but um, then she'd have to come up with that on her own <laughs> at that yeah. point. Um, but yeah, for for um, when we pass it off to Jenny here for for O'Craig and Zakara, um, a lot of your uh, you guys are in two different places in terms of things that have happened in the, in the campaign. O'Craig, um, we haven't actually seen your hometown yet. Um, we're gotten up there. Um, but for Zakara and, and, and Pizza Tacos, for the most part, you know, we've basically gone through your your area, you know, most of your backstory. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if if which side of the coin are you on? Are you more towards Dan's where I'm ready to push forward after this because we're definitely going to kill whatever Mark puts in our way? Um, and we'll move forward. Are you more like seeing it from Anthony's perspective of there might be a natural end here? I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle. Um, like Ant said, it definitely it does have a finality to it. Almost like I feel like we're going to our big finale. But I guess it depends on the decisions that we make and how everything comes to a point with the story arc. Um, you know, like you mentioned too, we haven't been to O'Craig's hometown. We don't know too much about Tiresias still. Um, and we never will. And we never will. <laughs> um, so I think it'll it'll depend on how we handle things and still Ben. Um, like you said too, you know, we've gone through Zakara's backstory and and pizza tacos. So I think, however, it flows naturally. Um, so that's why I'm in the middle right now. I can go either way. I think I love playing Zakara. Um, so yeah, it really just depends on how the story goes in the next few episodes. <laughs> Yeah, and, and from my perspective, I um, I really like some of the stuff I have coming up for you guys um, because, uh, spoilers, because we're not going to do, you know, just one session of your final battle. Um, there's a lot of cool sections um, coming up um, that I've been planning for a while in there um, before you actually hit that, that grand boss battle. 
mm-hmm. um, um, at the end um, of it all. So uh, I'm really looking forward to revealing some of that stuff. I already revealed part of it at the very end of the last episode, um, uh, which you guys can jump on uh, next time with the, uh, you know, whatever uh, Latari's friend was holding in his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, I tried to describe the best I could without saying what it was. Um, but, you know, just little things like that that I've sprinkled in that, that you're finally going to run into um, being over on this side uh, of the story. But, um, yeah, from, from from my perspective, it's just this is, you know, when, when I originally wrote the story and had this um, all blocked out for the most part before throwing your little secret spices into it um, to sort of give a little, little extra... Uh, didn't want to really use the food reference completely through, but a little extra flavoring um, <laughs> to the to the base story that I had already written. Um, I had originally written this a little more condensed as a sort of quick thing to play with my nieces um, back before we got in, involved with this. So um, I had most of this end already thought out and, and what you guys would do there. So uh, from that, it, it feels like it's a little bit of a, a sadness on my end because most of everything after this was stuff I created after my original like uh, outline of, of a campaign um, and it's mostly thanks to your backstories and things that I picked up along the way as you've you know written a lot of the future by just little offhanded things you said like the <laughs> Green Lanterns would not have existed yeah. without Dan Batman would not exist without Dan I mean, he would, just not the, I, the idea of, you know, um, you know, with with Anthony's backstory, with Pizza Tacos's backstory, you know, being able to have a character that um, he thought one thing happened to, but we find out another thing happened to, um, uh, uh, much to his surprise, probably, um, and uh, through the novel of Jenny's. I was able to write out a whole middle section of this whole protector champion, you know, sort of, uh, uh, you know, God, deity type thing um, here with, with Melora and, you know, give you guys a little chance to riff off that. Because I didn't really want to get into the religious stuff with, with a 12 and a 7-year-old. <laughs> um, so that part wasn't in there. So I'm glad that I was able to do that. That stuff coming in and then throwing... Um, Tom, without knowing, um, by picking a dragonborn, um, uh, threw an extra wrinkle in there just because of what happened on Critical Role. And again, complete happenstance because he didn't even listen to the show or ever watch Critical Role. Right. To know that dragonborns at this point in Tal'Dorei's history would be pretty interesting um, to have running around. Yeah. Uh, because of what happened to Draconia for the most part. And, uh, you know, just being able to to play around you guys will finally get back to Astaroth and um you know see what happens there that could go one way or the other that's yeah. one of those like mass effect type decisions um or moments that could happen um in there you have you know you have the uh platinum sanctuary you know the platinum knights are are nearby and you know just sort of things you guys have done it's it's all coming to a head and it's it's really interesting. I want to see, I want to see how you guys handle it. See how you come through, and then see what I have after that. If you want to continue with these guys, I already have the 
beginning outline of a of a second campaign for later, um, ready to go just in case. Um, we would probably take like a six week break <laughs> if you guys decide to, you know, nix it after this, um, just so I can get be fully prepared um, for it. But um, yeah, so at this point, as it looks like we're coming up on about, you know, the 37, 38 minute mark here. Um, I'll turn it over to you guys. Do you guys have any specific questions about things um, that have happened or um, just things uh, that you're unsure of that you might want to finally be able to clarify? Are you going to kill me again? I plan to kill all of you. So <laughs> the answer to that would be yes. All right. So at least we're being fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, D- that's that's D- all D- I need to know. DM's role is to make the story fun, but also um, have it to where... You know, Challenge. there's always that one percent chance that there's a TPK <coughs> if, if you guys do something stupid. You know, sorry. sorry guys, I didn't mean to cough right into the microphone. <laughs> I have a question for yeah. Dan and Jen: Are O'Craig and Zakara gonna do it? <laughs> I hope. You ruined the surprise for the next session. We were gonna do it live on uh, video. Sweeps yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta give the people what they want. So that's the only question we ever get on Twitter. When yeah. are you guys gonna do it? So a long time ago, like back when we first started playing, when we were only doing Skype, Dan, I don't even know if you remember this. Yeah, Dan had the up. idea of having O'Craig like fall for Zakara, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and then we talked about it again later, and he's like, no, absolutely not. So they've they've moved past yeah. any chance of of intimacy right i'll have to go find helga (laughs) that's that's the real (laughs) relationship pete's taco Taco ships them hard though he does (laughs) wait who helga and uh oh yeah oh no he he ships uh zakara and oh craig (laughs) why (laughs) wait aren't you guys the protectors and the uh guardian oh my god protector and champion champion i'm sorry so shouldn't you two do it? Or is it like, are you a bloodline? Remember, he sees her as like an unattractive asexual aunt. You don't remember that? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I know Craig thought he was calling her an actual bug aunt. Oh, that's right. Yes. Now I remember. <laughs> I thought you, um, I thought Pizza Taco shipped uh, S and Zakara. Well, yeah, that too. Jeez. <laughs> So um, many ships. But who knows? We'll see what happens, I guess. Maybe yeah. you never know what happens on the brink of a huge fight, right? Mm-hmm. True. That's right. Yeah, they could be walking into their deaths. Yeah, you got to get it in before you, uh, right? Yeah. Sure. We'll see. Listen, that's how I would want to go out if I knew I was about to enter into a big fight. You got to get it in one last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I have a question for uh, <clears throat> Mark to put this back yeah. onto a normal really conversation. Um, I have two questions. I'm going to ask the first one now, and then the second one after. Okay. That's how it's that's how it's done in terms it's of order. It's a two part question. Uh, they're not the they're not the same question. Okay. Okay. But um, I was curious of how uh, us playing into I don't want to call them stereotypes, but you know the first time we're playing. D&D in general, and I think there are stereotypes for certain classes and certain um, races 
how do you how do you see that compared to how we wound up playing our characters? Yeah, yeah, good question, good question. Um, <laughs> the the thing I like the most is that um, you guys weren't scared to um, be yourselves for the most part, despite those uh, holding back um, sometimes of like. Um, like the way Dan plays O'Craig, even as a, a half orc, and and you see this a little bit with, with um, a Travis on Critical Role with his half orc, is that usually orcs and half orcs are you know very gruff and you know don't really want to talk much or you know they just you know quick temper and you know all that they don't usually make jokes or or try and you know strategize they just want I just want to go hit that thing. You know, but uh, you just bring, you, you, you use a little bit more of the human half-orc, um, uh, human part of the half-orc, um, and the way you play it, which yeah. felt a lot more natural for you. Um, yeah, because well, I'm not a real orc, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be that way. Yeah, but meaning more that it might, I'm glad that you went that way. Sure. Just no, early I, I... on, because you and uh, Anthony are probably the most comfortable at the beginning with doing the you know, improv, you know, sort of ad-libbing back and forth thing. Right. So if you would have went completely, no half-works talking like two-word sentences and, you know, do that, it wouldn't have been as, as fun to start and it probably wouldn't have lasted as long as we have. Right. Yeah, um, it would have been a very boring podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Ant um, <laughs> did exactly what a, uh, a bard is supposed to be um, for, the, for the most part. Um, I, I think the, the way he is, um, uh, handled going away from the one part of his backstory, but still bringing it in every so often, um, with the drug addiction, mm-hmm. uh, is really fun and interesting and sort of, um, something that's not really, um, touched on so much, um, when characters become more heroic, they usually forget about that older stuff, which is a lot of what happened with. Uh, Scanlan on Critical Role. As he got later on, he stopped being the going to whorehouses and, you know, drinking alcohol and all that stuff um, as it went along. So I like that you're staying um, true to what you thought Pizza Tacos was, but still, um, you know, keeping some of the bar- bard tropes. Um, and I think the one that is stuck most to it, and it's it's just because he doesn't have the experience you guys have, is, is Tom is playing very much a paladin, which is very much Tom, too. You yeah. Know, in, in the sense that, um, you know, every once in a while he, he breaks off from it, which um, is fine. You know, I'm not a, you know, a strict game general, obviously, if you've listened to the podcast. Um, but I think what you guys have done being first-time players is that you didn't worry about, um, you know, uh, oh, does this sound like what, what a half-elf would do or what an elf would do? Or, you know, I keep forgetting you guys are full elves, not even half-elves. Sakaar um, <laughs> and Pizza Tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, um, you know, like uh, uh, Jenny plays the high elf a lot more down to earth, which is more in line with her personality and, and things like that um, than most high elves are thought to be played in in high fantasy books. And... I think that makes the podcast and makes the game feel a lot better than if we were trying to do things we weren't. 
Yeah. You know? I, I feel like when we first started, I did try, like, Dan would tell me all the time, like, you have to talk more, you have to talk more. And I was trying to be more reserved because why would a high elf want to be talking to a half orc at a bar drinking alcohol? And then yeah. I figured, you know, obviously it makes more sense to talk during the podcast. So I did change her a little bit early on, but I think it was for the better, too. Yeah. Yeah. And then the question I have for Ant before he goes to his second question. Um, are you disappointed that you weren't able to do the drug thing or was that a little too ambitious to start with? with your I think it was a little ambitious. I think my characterization of pizza tacos was a little ambitious at the beginning. Um, I think I think it creates a, an interesting dynamic. I think it would have gotten a little much. Um, I think there it, it probably would have introduced a game dynamic that um, I wasn't prepared for <laughs> in terms of you know trying to find a score. So I think I think him becoming a recovering and I always like to just point out that it's like you know it's it's literally like maybe four weeks ago in in game time <laughs> or something <laughs> like that yeah uh, how quickly he was able to um uh, recover from that but I think it adds to his kind of um like uh whatchamacallit uh I, what's the word I'm looking for a uh, he's he doesn't want to be the hero, and he's finding himself falling into that role. A reluctant um, hero. A reluctant hero. That's yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. 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 I I think most of that came from our inability to really role play at first. I think we've talked about this on prior podcasts where no one kind of took the reins, so you did, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's how it came to be. It was almost like, all right, well, if no one's going to do this, I guess I'll just step up and do it. But now I feel everyone is so comfortable that in our next campaign or if we if whenever we decide to do the next campaign, it won't necessarily be you. It could be any one of us. Sure. Yeah, I think it, it probably is. can't do it again. Right. It's, it probably is. There probably is a level of uh, art imitating life, I guess. Are you saying you're a natural born leader? Uh, not in that aspect, no. <laughs> but just in the uh, uh, the idea that you know it uh, it's something gr- almost grown out of necessity. I was like, mm-hmm. everybody's still a little unsure, um, but I, I, I for whatever reason I was a little more comfortable doing starting off. Um, I cringe going back into listening to those first few episodes just because of how I play him as such a such a complete asshole. <laughs> well, again, we didn't know where to really take the characters, but we've changed so much since then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch the evolution happen, and I hope the audience out there is, has enjoyed it as well um, because it just makes me excited for when we do, if we do one-shots and um, you know, the next campaign that you guys have this experience now and can explore D&D Beyond, which we didn't have at first. We were, you know, using PDF copies of the book that I made or Jenny bought the books, you know, sort of yeah. deal, you know, to make all this stuff. But now you have some experience with with the world and how it works and um, the classes and sort of things like, you know, I'm sure they're 
our thoughts in your mind as you're reading through books of possibly double classing, you know, or mm-hmm. multi-classing, I should say, you know, maybe now or in the future, you know, things like that, um, that you probably wouldn't even have thought about two years ago, you know, um, sure. and, and that evolution is great. Uh, so it's, it's nice to see. And then, and then obviously, um, not to, you know, you know, do the self, uh, you know, patting myself on the back sort of thing, but I felt just working through it. I thought I knew a lot more of how to do this when I first started. Um, and then I learned how to have a lot to learn, um, in terms of, 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 uh, setting up battles and, you know, scenarios and things like that. And, you know, I felt I've gotten better as that's going along to where I don't anymore when I set up a battle go, oh, shit, I made that way too easy. There should have been more enemies, <laughs> you know, you know, I forgot that they could hit for almost this entire enemy's hit points, yeah. you know, in one swing. Or We're not that powerful yet. I mean, I think we've got you. We got you a few times. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it was a lot more early. Like there's some things now where. Uh, you know, one roll of the dice or one smart combat decision, which I would rather be beat by you guys cleverly thinking of something um, uh, rather than, you We're know... not that clever. <laughs> <laughs> r- rather than uh, Tom swinging with his mace and hitting it for, like, two-thirds of its hit points. Yeah. You know, that that's boring when, when that's the reason why the encounter went wrong. Rather okay. than, you know... Uh, and setting up a way to situate himself to hit shatter, you know, yeah. and get as many people as possible. You know, that that's a lot more satisfying from my end to see you guys do that. Is uh, so before I get to my second question, is there a a time where we where you felt like we outsmarted you just a little bit? Um, the, the one battle I can think of off the top of my head was when you guys were freeing Teddy and, and you turned around and was like, those guys are 10 feet away from each other, aren't they? and then i was like oh fuck (laughs) because i was trying what i was trying to do was have them in cover Mm -hmm. you know because you get like half like added to your ac for being in cover um so i was trying to do that to teach you guys that part of the game and then i forgot oh yeah magical stuff doesn't doesn't matter matter if you're behind cover and you just shattered and killed two of them <laughs> um, and I was just like, oh, well, now it's oh, like, it's like five, five on two, <laughs> so this battle's over. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that's the one that sticks out in my head. Um, and also, just from a sheer um, way of using a map, was when you guys fought the um, second uh, son of Clark, <laughs> um, and you were just able to surround him and sort of knock him down before you know his underlings. Because gotcha. yeah, he had some fun stuff that he could do, you, you know, being he was actually very, you know, high level. But when you have five people concentrating their attacks on you, you know, you're gonna go down yeah, quick. yeah, you're going to go down quick unless if you're like some kind of like high level boss, like a like an ancient dragon or, a you know, or some kind of like arch devil or something like that. Like, where you have, like, four to five hundred hit points, you know, sort Mm. of thing, like, where that won't matter. When you're in the range of 90 to 220, you know, if you guys concentrate enough with your your 
battle, you're going to take them out. And I just got unlucky with the guys around them. Didn't make you guys pay for that. Like, they missed their roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, those were, those were the two times where I was like, okay, one was a crap I fucked up, you know, laying this down. The other time was like, hmm, I think they're finally getting this. Mm-hmm. You know, sort of, sort of like a, a proud nod at it. So, um, so do you have your second question? Yeah, um, I thought that was a second question. No, that was a follow up question. Um, <laughs> learn, learn words, Dan. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, my question is: is what is your what is your favorite um, player to player moments that we've had? Okay, there's there's a couple. Um, so my favorite, um, moment from a more recent episode was when I, I needed, I told you guys off camera, going a little behind the curtain here for you guys. Um, I told, uh, Ant and Dan off camera that we need to stretch a little bit, um, to get the last episode to be a respectable length. (laughs) And then you guys went on that, that, uh, uh, little bit about, uh, uh, O'Craig's strength. Oh yeah, and, and you kept saying, "No, I'm strong. I'm real strong." And you're like, "Well, not like your brother," you <laughs> yeah. know. And just sort of, you just you just kept yes anding to use an improv term, you know, and just kept doing what I asked in terms of stretching. So I'm like, okay, it stayed in character, and it didn't feel like you guys were dragging it, and yeah. you know, it felt good. Um, I think my favorite moment, um, and you guys may agree. Um, and it's unfortunate we haven't had more moments of this, just for sure, sure scheduling and moments in the game was the uh, therapy session between uh, Latari and Pizza Tacos. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely a vulnerable moment. Because Ant, Ant, you were so good in that, just expressing everything that you said about the reluctant hero mm-hmm. thing, and just basically you were just saying it to the one person in the group you haven't been around in a while. So. Um, and I felt it was, a, it was one of the first times where I went, okay, you know, Steph can, can do this if she, if she needs to do this, like the, the back and forth, you know, improving stuff, um, because she was, she was right there with you, um, you know, keeping it going and, and staying in character and, you know, doing what, what a genasi would do, <laughs> you know? It reminded me of the scene in Wedding Crashers when Vince Vaughn is talking to the priest when he's yeah. pretty much just like having a mental breakdown and the priest is, uh, yeah, okay, just just <laughs> taking everything. You're like, oh, you're an enlightened cat and I, and I respect that about you. And he's like, oh, <laughs> okay. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a good, a good ad-libbed moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, most of, most of my favorite moments um, come from seeing that, that, that growth in the non-battle. Yeah. Because it, it means it means you guys are invested and it means you guys care. And, you know, that's all I, I just want. You, my goal is I just don't want you guys to be bored. I don't I don't need to write the greatest prose in the world or make like the next Citizen Kane of D&D games, you know, um, out there. I just want you guys to be engaged and, uh, you know, have fun and. You know, I, I say that stuff in the beginning of, of the videos and, and the podcast lately, you know, where we do make some mistakes, we learn some lessons, but most importantly, we have fun. 
because yeah. that that's that's all I care about is I don't want it to be like a have like rule general stuff where it's like no this this is how it goes you know there's things I've missed where um I've forgotten that a character was undead for a round and was like oh crap you know that thing right. they did shouldn't have worked <laughs> because undeads are immune to that or or that should have been double you know um sort of thing yeah, um it's, it's understandable it's, we're yeah. first timers and we'll yeah. only get better yeah and it's it's just it's just sort of sort of that stuff has been my my favorite moments and also uh i think we mentioned this multiple times on the podcast i think the exact moment when i knew at the very beginning that um you know steph was a good idea to come on was when she came up with the pizza toppings nickname um <laughs> and all of us was like oh fuck it <laughs> we've been playing for six months and nobody thought of that yeah we and all lost she, it and here she is on her first first game yep <laughs> and she just on popped point. that out <laughs> and i was like okay like we're good because you know as much as we love our, our friend john i always get nervous with the characters you know anybody we bring on that are not you guys of being very reserved and not you know speaking a lot and just you know um <laughs> you know, always speaking when spoken to and stuff like that. Um, so seeing her take the reins there made me feel a lot better yeah. um, going forward. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a great question. I don't know if you guys, do you guys have any moments that, that you love? Oh, my God. Uh... When I died. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet release of death. <laughs> yes, the sweet release of death. <laughs> uh, oh, boy, favorite moments. Oh, I have one. I don't, I don't know if it's like super relatable to like being in character, but one of my favorite in-game moments in general was when we were fighting the black dragon and you guys found out that Silkum was actually Astaroth. <laughs> oh, and just seeing cool. everyone react was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Man, favorite moments. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to think of a my favorite one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I have. What one about right the now. wrestling match? That was fun. the wrestling <laughs> was match really was fun. a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that was good. That, that yeah, was, that, was far, that was good. That was um, one of the better moments. That was like all improv that whole episode. Yeah, uh, yeah I think that one of the best parts about that is just that we forgot he was lawful, lawful good, so he wasn't going to throw the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he and he he didn't want the uh, the us to take the money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's another case. That's that's where I knew Tom kind of got it. Was mm. when he played that off, sort of like, "What do you mean, throw the fight?" <laughs> you know, sort of. One thing that I'll I'll say uh, I'll give Tom credit for is that he'll recognize when a pizza tacos is being inconsistent with a, with the things he says. Mm. Because yeah. more often than not, he'll call me on it. And I think he called me on like three or four times about the money after that. He's like, what money? What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and until eventually I'm just like, all right, I'm going to lay this out for you. We took the money. It was all, yeah. <laughs> it was all an act. Yeah, but he is pretty good at remembering things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, it's, it's that dynamic. I, I just, I just love that. Um, and it always feels weird. Like we did this when Ant wasn't here for this, you know. Just, just, just sort of giving all this praise and 
you know, stuff to somebody that's not here <laughs> sort of mm-hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think what he does, and the great thing about being a paladin, besides the fact that I matched, could match him up with a big, you know, part of the Tiamat story, you know, being the, the you know, the Platinum Knights in the Church of Bahamut, um, is, is that he does make sure that you guys stay on, you know, that, that path. You know, he, he'll, he'll never go too far to where I would have to consider pulling him aside and going, uh, dude, you're like lawful neutral now. Like, uh, yeah. you know, um, he makes sure that his character stays where, where it needs to be. And, and that's a commitment. You know, he may, you know, he may not say much in there and, you know, have too much um, of a working backstory, which is fine. Some people can't, you know, come up with, with deep stuff like that on the backstory. But the fact that he's staying in character and not just waiting for dice rolls and things like that. Yeah. Um, the whole continental breakfast and hitting on, on the innkeeper, you know, that whole stuff was great. Um, yeah. and felt, you know, you know, felt like, you know, you know, that he, that he had bought in and, and everybody's had a moment like that where I felt you guys bought in. Um, I think the, you know, some go back early to the first couple episodes, you know, where Ant burning that bridge, um, was where I was like, oh yeah, he's in. Uh, the uh, the uh, the brothel scene was good. With, yeah. Uh, Pete's yeah. tacos and yeah. I. And that's when I knew you were in. When you when that whole scene occurred, that whole interrogation. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. that might be one of my favorites. Yeah, where I was like, okay, all right, Dan Dan's got this. He's he's in it. He's in the zone now. You know, with this yeah. character, and sort of sort of the way to play it. Um, you Fun, know, and, funny enough, I think that's the same episode we lost john on yeah because right, he didn't of, go with you guys. right he didn't really do anything and we kind of just hijacked like 40 minutes of you guys the, yeah the podcast yeah. yeah and then why are you laughing because you got he did a british accent by accident podcast he did the podcast, the podcast. sorry <laughs> yeah. and yeah and and to let the audience know i don't know some people may not have listened to the other talking strangers before this but the, the wrestling match thing I mentioned on previous podcasts was completely created by you guys. Yeah. I, I had set up um, the music thing that Ant did because I tried to set up things that would be your characters. So I had the music thing set up. I had an arm wrestling thing set up. I don't think you guys went to. Um, cause I, think mm-hmm, it, no. I think that's how the wrestling thing started, talking about strength. Maybe. Yeah. Um, because I had that set up for Tom if he wanted to go do something. And then I had like a, a, a dancing thing or something. I thought there was a card game involved. Or maybe there was a card game too, somewhere in there. I, I had to look back at my notes. But yeah, the best part of that episode was the thing I had not prepared for. And it was it, it was fun sitting there and just seeing you guys go. And I'm like, all right, I don't know where this is going. But <laughs> I just got to keep you guys sort of a little bit within the, the framework of D&D yeah. <laughs> here um, as you're doing this, you know. Though, like I said, realizing that, hey, you're in a town full of elves with a half-orc, right. you know, he's got to be the heel in this in I thought this I scenario. played a good heel. Yeah. It was, it was yeah. a good shoot. Or was yeah. it a work? It was a work. Yeah, you, you worked yourself into a shoot. It worked ourselves into a shoot. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh, 
So I think this is the point. Uh, normally we, we take questions, but we did this kind of on last minute, uh, more so from a um, planning out a content perspective. I hadn't realized that there'd be a week gap um, between our final episode and the next session. So I needed time to fill. Um, normally we're going to have, um, I know we had talked about this in the past, but now that summer's over and most vacations are done, um, you know, we're going to try to get to a schedule where, you know, it's a session every so often and then a, a talks, talking with strangers and then a session sort of so that each one of these are after a session so that maybe we can talk more specifically about stuff that happened mm-hmm. um, in the episode and not have these long, you know, conversations about just, you know, general stuff. But as we always do at the end of these episodes, um, you know, I, I turn it to you guys to say, um, uh, what are you guys individually thinking in terms of um, what you're walking into um, from what you know of, of, of Still Bend? What, do you guys have any theories of what you're going to run into in there? I think we're going to fight a big fucking red dragon <laughs> and some evil woman. And yeah, I think it's going to be very difficult. Uh, hopefully we can get to them unscathed, but I'm sure that's not going to happen. I'm sure we'll face some type of resistance and nothing will go according to plan. <laughs> right. Positive of you. Yep. <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. Yep. We are unprepared for what's about to happen and yep. we are all going to die. 100% we're not even close. You, I don't know. I think I'm a little concerned because I don't know whether the final boss that you were referring to, Mark, was Astaroth, Annie, or the Mirror Man. And hopefully it's not all three. <laughs> so I don't know what to think. But I, I think we're going to travel throughout Stillbend. We're going to run into like checkpoints of enemies mm-hmm. and issues and more of those devil women that killed O'Craig. And I'm afraid that some of us are going to die. Wait, the devil woman didn't kill me. Yeah. No, it was a it was a guy who killed me. Right? Wasn't I? Weren't I? Was the Tamaruk or whatever Tanaruk? What was it called? Yeah, yeah. He got killed by the beast, but he was also getting hit by the devil by woman. Yeah, that was the person that was on the other side. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Because she had three. Yeah, I mean, it might have been. Was it? I'd have to look it up. It's whichever one of the two had three attacks. Oh, that was her. She had three okay. attacks. Yeah. yeah, because that's why you died, because you... The first one took you down. Yeah. The second one gave you two death throws taking away, because there's an auto crit. Right. And then the third one killed you. Yeah. yeah. The, the only reason you got saved the first time that happened was because you had that relentless endurance. Yeah. And was able to pull yourself up. That's uh, right. Okay. To yeah. save. But... But yeah, so yeah, what, what what I'm excited is that what I have set up, and I'm trying to do this, my one failure, well, not failure, but um, weakness, I guess, as, as a DM is, you know, giving, having, like, branching stories in there and trusting you guys to not hate if you make the wrong choice, you know, or get mad and, you know, trying to always steer you towards, oh, this is the good choice. Right. Um, so I'm going to try and do that here because there, there's a chance we talked about finality throughout most of this episode, you know, about things where, yeah, Jenny mentions, you know, who you'll be fighting at the end. And, 
you know, when you're in there, it could, you guys will find out immediately in the beginning what you're, you know, theoretically what you're looking at um, when you get there because you're, you know, running off with, you know, one of Latari's friends. So you'll you'll get kind of the lowdown of, of Still Bend at the beginning of the next session. Um, the, you know, um, so you'll, you'll kind of get an idea of where I'm going at that point. But yeah, I, I have it set up to where it comes down to your decisions. There's certain, you know, snap decisions you might have to make that'll decide, you know, whether you fight, you know, um, certain enemies and whether you fight other enemies. You know, how good are your stealth rolls? How, you know, Jeez. things like that. Like, We're you know, it's going to be, you know, it's, 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 it, I've tried to, to give you guys a general idea of what I'm doing. Um, I tried to structure it in a similar fashion to, um, you know, with a lot more fun in it to when, uh, you know, Vox Machina went up with the Briarwoods, sort of going into Whitestone, like sort of that idea that you're going to a town that used to be one way, but you have no idea what it's like now mm-hmm. that, that these people have been here for a long enough time um, to, to change what you, your knowledge of that area would be. Um, sort of more, probably more pizza tacos than anyone in the group, <laughs> to be honest, um, because he's probably the most, you know, world-traveled of the group uh but yeah yeah just sort of you know walking into that unknown that's sort of what i um based it around um is that you know you can and it'll be i use multiple times i've used mass effect but sort of that thing where if you choose one choice you know um you might have to do this one thing um but you might either miss out on something on the other end or it might affect how something else in the future happens. You know, so it's just, it's just on me to stay on that. Is that if you make that decision, okay, I'm committed to this, no matter if it makes it worse or harder for you guys, you know, that was the choice you guys un, not unknowingly made, but consciously decided to do. So I'm excited. Yeah, it'll be interesting, that's for sure. Yeah, because there, there's, there, there's a path that'll that'll um, sort of uh, make it fun, and there's a path that, um, you know, uh, could could make it really really tough. And you're not going to know because I think I think I hit it well enough, um, which is which. But um, yeah, just want to get you guys excited by leaving you with that. Oh boy. <laughs> Sort of thing, uh, but yeah, it's 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 like I feel like I I've always said in this I've, I feel like a teacher in the sense. Um, so this is like the you know the final exam sort of thing where everything you've done in the game or sort of learned about the game, you know, may come into play here. Remembering to do certain roles, remembering to check certain things, you know, certain skills you have. So that's my thing to you is study up on your your character sheets, you know, know what you can do and, you know, things like that. Um, because not saying, cause not saying there will be specific, but you know, there might be a situation where something you hadn't thought about that's in your racial traits, you know, might come in handy, you know, to, and maybe even surprise me. 
you know. Duly noted. You know, sort of thing. You know, it's like uh, you see it happen to to the best of them, you know, either Adam Coble or Matt Mercer, where all of a sudden you guys pull something out of your thing. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> that completely negates this, you know, that I hadn't thought of. So it's more of a, yeah, let, let's, let's see what you guys have learned. I'm very nervous now. Bring it. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah. yeah. Or in a bad way. I don't care. That's, that's exactly what I want. Um, <laughs> so, so to wrap it up, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know, uh, I usually uh, wait till the end here because talking with strangers is usually just the, you know, the hardcore, the audience to listen to these. Um, so they already know where to find us, you know, on Twitter at, at Stranger Damies. Um, we're on uh, in- Instagram at Stranger Damies as well. Yep. Um, there, that's where uh, all the artwork um, that Jenny creates um, goes up first, and even some of the stuff that Anthony uh, creates goes up there first. And we also have photos from from each session. Um, we'll probably be having stuff during the Extra Life thing um, a little more, you know, um, in terms of setup and stuff like that. Maybe we'll we'll try and work. Uh, it depends on how sweet sleep deprived we are by the time we'd have to play Stranger Damies um, at that point. But, you know, just follow us there. Make sure you, you comment, like, subscribe on whichever social media um, you're following us on the YouTube. Um, still tinyurl.com slash Stranger Damies. Um, we'll take you there. Um, we're still trying to get to 100 uh, subscribers so that we can get the vanity. And just be youtube.com slash Stranger Damies. Uh, so hopefully you can get us there. Um, feel free uh, to also listen to us on any podcast feed. Uh, I, you know, on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify. I don't know if I set up the Stitcher thing. I'd have to look. Um, but And we're also, um, you know, part of Geeks 5 Nation. Um, we'll be on there. Um, I have to remember to send this to them. Uh, so they can put it up it's an extra step that I haven't had to do for a year and a half um, in terms of this process of getting everything up so I gotta remember to do it Um, but yeah so that's where you can find us um, and I don't know if you guys want to plug anything or at least throw out your your Twitter handles Uh, I'm dequino122 what are you Jen? I'm Jenny underscore underscore Aquino still haven't changed it and I won't (laughs) There you go. <laughs> and I'm at Antolvec. Yeah, so if you guys want to have any suggestions or constructive criticism um, for uh, their performance as characters uh, or, you know, just just in general, just follow us on there and and just uh, chat with us. We, we would love to talk to you guys and be on the lookout on the Stranger Damies poll, um, thing for polls and the next time Talking with Strangers goes up for you guys to be able to ask us questions. We'll try to get it up a little bit in advance so that you have time to get things in. Uh, but um, that'll do it um, for my guests, uh, Jenny, Dan, and Ant, um, and the dearly departed Tom. Um, I, I am your uh, humble Dungeon Master Mark, and I say, is it Wednesday yet?